We on? Check one, check one, two. Still Mic check. It's funny because this nigga Chef was saying the same ignorant bullshit that I was talking about earlier. When I was like, niggas always love acting like we, you know, we not our, when they said we not our ancestors. Be like, oh, you don't want me going back to the past. I'll change everything. <laughs> niggas be niggas be swearing like niggas be go, swearing Kuta Kinte was pussy. <laughs> like niggas, you know, like ain't that crazy, bro? That, like, nigga, that nigga lost a foot about his. Niggas swear that with our twenty twenty one logic, we could go back in the past nah, and change right. everything. You, we don't I even know how to, to test your gangster. See if your ultimate really is cut your ankle off or stay there. <laughs> Most niggas gonna stay there. <laughs> Most oh, niggas gonna man. stay there and just deal with it. They they might even give themselves a little paper cut, a little little slice. <laughs> they might give themselves a little slice just to make themselves feel good. They gonna see that foot get the bleed and be like, ah, nah. That's I, say, I, I ain't say I was gonna change it for the good. <laughs> every single t- every single time, bro. Niggas think they be the most important thing in history, bro. I can guarantee you, your ancestors was not pussy. Yeah. Them niggas will fuck you up indiscriminately, bro. Them <laughs> niggas have slave strength. You like we, bro? We've heard jail strength. Have you ever even imagined what slave strength is? That nigga punch through your stupid ass. You gotta think I'm these niggas been my doing. Grandmother could but these niggas, me. <laughs> you gotta think these niggas been no, doing manual labor, real. manual labor their entire life without pay. Yeah, that's a different type of strength. <laughs> When you really think of it, like, come on now, we Ooh, all see, we wait. see what jail strength is. Slave strength, slave strength, gotta be crazy. Imagine a slave kicking you in your kneecap, your knee, your whole leg explode, bro. Oh my fuck god, shit. let's go ahead and get this bitch started. But that's the whole tragic point, my friends. <laughs> what would I do? Well, what you're not gonna do is come up in here with this foolishness. He gonna punch you right in your chest and tell you, see, I told you to stay off that foolishness, goddamn. To be the only nigga behind Martin Luther King with dreads. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine watching this speech right now? You just see my I'm ass in the background. <laughs> I might lay back Tell me what, what, what Stupid when it come back, boy. If I could. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of the Reggie Days Radio Show. Today, I am joined by my right-hand man, Shame the Dream, and uh, we also got family member of the pod, a.k.a. Mr. Barber. Chill. Chill. Man. It's been a good week, you know what I'm saying, uh, we got a lot of good feedback off the last pod, I, I decided to come in with the right energy today, um, and plus people felt, uh, niggas was like, it was funny, people, people were like, damn, this nigga must hate Nas, and it's not even like that, so I decided to throw a little love in the beginning of the episode, oh, yeah, because I, I was I was going a little harsh, but you know how I am, bro. Yeah, that Nas hate was real, man, I couldn't, it's not I, even hate, I'm, though. I'm shocked as a fellow New Yorker. 
It's not even It's not even hate My thing is As a person who You know how I am If I'm a fan of somebody I'm gonna be a harsher critic on you Than somebody I dislike Cause if If I dislike you I don't expect shit from you If I'm a fan of yours Then I expect the best out of you Cause that's That's the reason why I fuck with you In the first place Fun fact That's just how I roll Fun fact We definitely learned I learned We learned that in our friendship Before getting into this Or whatever That's how That's kinda what even led to this In a way Our debates on Different off mic shit That's a fact Yeah man but um, how y'all boys feeling, man? How's how's your week been? Oh man, uh, you know work was work was tough, but you know what? We here on the weekend. Um, I'm happy to be alive, man. You know what I'm saying I'm happy to be with my dogs. You know what I'm saying on Friday. Chef, how you feeling, man? <clears throat> I'm feeling good, man. Basically, man, I just now nah, I just been thinking like it's just time for us to get this money, man. I just I wake up now thinking about money more than ever, man. God at first, of course, but I was about to say this nigga woke up thinking about money. Hey, I wake up thinking about what money, about man. the law? God first, but man, <laughs> it's, it's time to get this money, man. And I just speak that not just for myself, but man, just for us as a whole, us just in the community, us as African Americans, man. We need to just start getting this money, man, and bringing it back to the community and doing different things and, and having our own generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? Like generational wealth is very important. I feel you. I feel you. Yes, sir. All right, so keeping up uh, with the theme of the month, everybody knows that this month, of course, is Women's Month. But for our podcast in uh, particular, we're treating this as Black Women's Month. And I'm going to start off with my woman of the episode. We're going to go with Henrietta Lacks. Now, Henrietta Lacks was uh, an American woman whose cancer cells are the source of the H-E-L-A cell line. She's actually the first immortalized human cell line and one of the most important cell lines in medical research. Mm. Now, she was uh, born in Roanoke, Virginia. And for those who don't know, her cells actually contributed to some of the greatest medical breakthroughs that we've ever had as far as just mankind in general. They call her the mother of modern medicine. Um, Her body being donated to science and her cells being used and experimented on healed countless people and have saved generations of people from ever even experiencing some of the illnesses of the past now i have um the reason why i brought her up is in particular is a i feel like she's somebody that history forgets about and b um just to correct something that i just said a few seconds ago it wasn't that her body was even donated what ended up happening um and I would urge you guys to go ahead and look up her uh, her actual like life movie. The movie about her life is just one of the most interesting movies you'll ever see, bro. Like this, this shit is really crazy. That the United States government took possession of not just this woman's body, but her her essence, her cells, everything about her and her family, and used her as a human guinea pig forever. God, dog, I didn't notice. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy story, bro. And when you look at um, the amount of things that it affected, it, it caused a <clears throat> ripple effect that will be felt honestly for the rest of history. Looking into um, just the effect that she's had, and the amount of people that are probably only alive because of her, mm-hmm. the amount of generations that won't go through things because of her sacrifice and and the things that were taken from her and her family you know for her name to be forgotten in history i always thought was something that was just very unfortunate so um with this platform that we have that's definitely somebody i would urge everyone to go ahead and look into henrietta Lacks. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's not a story for the faint of heart it's not even a heroic story to be honest um a lot of this was forced upon her against her will and 
you know, there's a lot of entities that feel a lot of different ways about that. So just read into it and, and hopefully have a good conversation with yourself, your loved ones, whoever you're talking to, dating, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's that's uh, my my black woman of the day. Salute, salute. All right, so I'm going to jump right into it. My woman of the day going to be Valerie L. Thomas, American scientist and inventor. Don't, uh, don't. She's definitely major in pushing the culture, uh, rather we would know it or not. Um, again, she was an American scientist and inventor. She invented the illusion transmitter. She received a patent for that back in 1980. Also responsible for developing digital media formats image and uh, image processing systems used in the early years of the Landsat program. So that's for, like, you know, people, rather you in tune in the science or not, that's actually a really big deal. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? She also attended Morgan State University, and she was actually only one of two women that was majoring in physics at the time. Um, you know, big stuff, being a black woman, you know, being one of the two. Don't know if the other one was a black woman, but you do the math, you do the years. I mean, uh, it was an HBCU. Shout out to Morgan State in general. You know, um, that, that's that's what's up, man. I, I like that we're doing this. Um, this is something that I think we're going to keep going every year as far as um, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, February for Black History Month or just for Women's Month and things of that nature. I, I like being able to tap into things that um, sometimes it's things that we either already have known but we might forget about or things that we don't shine enough light on. Uh, it's always good to just give people flowers, uh, no matter how big or small the platform. Just it feels good to be able to... Uh, just tell somebody how important that they are as far as just not just the culture, but the impact that they've had on the world. Absolutely. Um, because just like I was saying with the whole Henrietta Lacks uh, thing like that, these women are people who've done amazing things that have pushed countless lives forward. And they're not a household name, you know? Yeah. Facts. Even going back to Valerie Thomas, I mean, holding high positions at NASA isn't nothing to sneeze at for, you know, right. anybody, but definitely a sister. You feel <clears> me? That's big. That's big stuff, you know. So salute to the queens. You know, now, I know Chef ain't really have any. Uh, we we kind of threw him out there. We ain't really <laughs> let you know. Yeah, ahead of give time. Brody. I some, mean, you let me know. see. So I just go down the list. I mean, right now, you know, I was reading an article on, uh, you know, they ain't Ruby Bridges. Um, I remember. I remember yeah. the story of Ruby Bridges. Um, basically, so Bridges proved that uh, you don't have to be an adult to change history. Her activism started at just six years old in 1960. She was the first black child, all white elementary school in the South. On her first day of school at William Franks Elementary School in Louisiana, she had to be escorted through an angry crowd of white parents and students for um, by four federal marshals. Dog, I remember. Well, y'all, okay. y'all remember seeing that oh, movie yeah, when I we see, were kids? Yeah, that shit. What's was the name nuts, of the, the movie? What? It was Ruby Bridges, bro. It was the, the name little girl. Familiar. She was a little black girl, and she was the first ever um, uh, colored person to uh, to be integrated second, into a yeah. white school. They were like doing the whole integration thing, like trying it out, making black people and white yeah. people go to the they same school. They had a movie school. about it. Yeah, yeah man, I bro, yeah. I seen that I, shit yeah. over and over. That, that shit was, was crazy, bro. bro. They was throwing, they was going crazy, throwing yeah. rocks was, and bricks yeah. and shit at a little girl, yeah. bro. It's oh, an elementary God. school uh, aged girl. Yeah, being she had to be escorted, escorted. to class every day by federal yeah. marshals yep. because no. they were scared that the white people would kill her. Yep. Damn, dog. That's a crazy story, dog. No, that story. I, I really, that story I, I, you know, what I'm saying that's actually astonishing. She's still a alive, girl, isn't she? A little girl. Look, look, look that up real quick. She was, she was a jit going to high school and had elementary this, school. Ele, I, excuse me, elementary school. Yeah, 
and had that type of pressure. Yeah. But you got to think that was before that was before desegregation. Like this was when they had all white schools, all black schools. They took a, a black girl from a black school, yeah, and they were bringing her in as the first black student to go to this white school. No, I get and it. So they were pretty much leading her into the lions den, bro. Like. Damn, bro. Now well, she's still salute living, to her. Man, salute to her, and her story. You know she's sixty six years old. Yeah, she's not even that yeah, old, bro. Sixty six years old. That's bro. that's nothing to sneeze at neither. Because I mean, shit, shit. She helped. But think any, about that. Like, let, you know let's let's okay. Take a second, real quick. That's she is only she's only sixty six years old. That means that her going through that was not that damn long ago. Bro. Right, right. So that's, that's a lot. Of time change. Yeah, bro, she, doing the math. Only Hove is in his fifties. Let's do the math real quick. Yeah. Hove, Jay-Z is in his 50s. Ruby Bridges is in her 60s. <laughs> That's why when you talk about that slavery strength, I was like, shoot, my great-grandmother probably got that slavery Yeah, strength. like that shit. <laughs> you know we your grandma, too, right? We they, ain't too far. They try to remind us Bruh. all the time. History always reminds yeah. us uh, when you really think about it. We Sleep. ain't too far removed from those times, you know what I mean? That's nuts, bro. It's just like when you put in when you put it in that perspective, because you'll we'll talk about you know Dr. King, we'll talk about you know Maya Angelou, we'll talk about Rosa Parks and all this stuff, and the way that they make it seem is that all this stuff was just so long ago. But when you compare it to the people who are still alive today to just speak and and be around people or whatever, bro, Ruby Bridges, the first the first person to deal with that, Ruby Bridges, is only sixty six years old, and Hove is in his fifties. Says a lot. Yeah, That's nuts, bro. Says a lot. We're not so far removed from. Hell no, we not. We a part of history crazy, in our own bro. way, but we're not so far removed from go, our history. Like, that in the movie, she just go through so much stuff. Like like her family, you know, people be throwing you know stuff at her house, and, and you know it's crazy. Yo, that that movie is serious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna keep my ear out for that movie though. I'm gonna have to go to the library and grab that because I actually want to. Actually, get the visuals on that. No, it's it's, you know it's really. A, I'm into uh, I'm into history movies, so you know yeah, that is a that is a nuts movie. That's one of those um when you used to have like substitute teachers yeah. or <laughs> if you had yeah, I, I don't know if you remember when they used to roll yeah. in with the the yep. TV on the cart. Cart. Yeah, that was one That's of those movies. movies yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, like I said, I most likely seen it. That was um we used to watch Ruby Bridges and then we'll watch. Uh, did y'all ever see Our Brother Martin? Where well, they had the Martin Luther King cartoon show. Oh yeah, it was like yeah, Martin Luther King as a kid. kid. Yep. Yeah, yo, that's that joke. <laughs> you never Damn. saw that. You had to my, see that, bro. My memory, mate. My memory. Yo, getting, that was that off, movie, man. Because I probably seen this. I probably seen both of them at one point in my life, but I can't confirm yeah, that, that I seen either. That these, so I ain't gonna cap. Damn, our 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 brother Martin was crazy. Pretty much the premise of that was, yeah. it's a kid <laughs> from modern time. Who ends up hanging out with uh, Martin Luther King um, as a kid, though. It's like a kid version of Martin Luther King. And it shows what life would have been like if um, Dr. King would have never been assassinated. And it shows, like, pretty much imagine Dr. King going to school with you. He's your friend now. Yeah. Like, you walk into your classes, and you know how you got white kids in your class. You got all these people in your class. Well, first of all, your school is is not desegregated, so it's all white people in that school. Right. And then you trying to talk to your homie, who was just your homie yesterday. You're like, "Hey, what's up? Well, uh, what's up, Brian? Brian, looking at you like, get this nigger out of here! Like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> yeah, a like different a different level of recess. That's a different type. That's yeah, different. so that that oh, that cartoon man. was like showing that type of time, like that, showing showing the differences. That's a wild perspective the way they did it though. With that. Was, that. 
you know, making him making him be a kid in those times. Bro, we had them classics at that time. I like all of Black History Month. They used to always have them them videos on deck to pull out. Bro, yeah. shouts out to them. That was only like the real thing they used to teach us. <laughs> right, that part. Probably, probably that the part. only, probably the only truths. Right. But all right, man. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the hot topics for the week. Okay. This week isn't really too heavy. You know, not too much shit happened because. Um, Really, the one thing that was clogging up the news cycle um, was the the this drama going on with the royal family. That was pretty much Man. clogging up the majority of the news cycle. Uh, for the most part, not really much else outside of that was being paid attention to. Yeah. Um, I guess just to hit on that first, do y'all give a fuck? Do y'all care? Nah. nah not really. <laughs> not like that. I mean, you know, because the one who doing the interview respectfully. Mm-hmm. Um, for two, I can't say I share the same sentiment as uh, everybody else, but I'll say this: uh, these people have been on that time. It's not a secret that that family been on that type of time, so that's why what's coming out about it, it's it doesn't move me like that. I get it. That's all I'll say. I get it. I try to keep it real. I try to keep it real, light and respectful. Yeah, I mean, but we we already it's nothing surprising or eye opening about it. Unless you were like that tone deaf or didn't really know that shit been like that with that what they got going on over there. I've seen a lot of people feel the same way. A lot of people have been saying, you know, these people have been racist forever and, and haven't really hit it much at all. They're very big on the, the old patriarchy ways. And when you look at the way that they move and the way that they um they uh, hold themselves and just a lot of the ways that they're subjects, a lot of the people who are from England. You've seen how they talked about Meghan Markle when the when when he proposed. Like they were yeah. calling her a monkey. They were calling her all types of yeah. shit. Mind you, she's a white passing woman. Like if she told you she was white, you'd believe her. So for the most part, looking at that, it's not really that much of a surprise that they behave that way. I think for me though, here's what I care about. I don't really care about this story per se, but I've had a grudge as far as like I've wanted to see that monarchy burned for a very long time. And this is why. I remember being a child, and I remember hearing the stories of Princess Diana. And I remember hearing the first time I heard the story of how she passed away. And that hit me in two ways. One, for people to torture someone and try their best to ruin someone's life to the point that they, that they die. Even if it's somebody that I don't have any personal attachment to, it's not like, you know, I was I was young at the time. Right, it's right. not like I was old enough to really be a fan of her or anything right. like that. But just hearing that type of story and me being the type of person that I am, that plants a seed, a seed of dissent where I'm like, I would hope someday I see you fall. I got you. Because you deserve it. That's the first thing. The second thing I remember at that time that also planted a seed where even though I'm somebody who has a certain love for media and has a certain love for what media is or what media should be. It planted a level of hatred for the wrong kind of media that I've upheld through my own career. Like, there's a reason why I don't talk about people in certain ways. There's a reason why certain types of, like, family-type issues, I'm not even going to discuss it. I don't even think it's, it's appropriate to talk about certain things. There's a reason why I have the level of dignity, and I carry the level of dignity that I do with not just this podcast, but shows that I've done in the past. It's because these paparazzi followed this woman against her will into a tunnel, chased her down, impeded traffic, and 
hounded her vehicle until they caused a car wreck. And when the car wreck happened, car flipped over, innocent people laying, dying in the street. Instead of going to get the paramedics, instead of calling for authorities, they stood around and got pictures. Yeah, that was that's nasty. I will when I tell you, I'll never forget that (laughs) shit. I will never forget the fact that not only that happened, but after that happened, because you would think because before before that happened, there was a large movement where people are saying, you know, paparazzi need limitations. There need to be laws. There need to be things. You shouldn't be hanging upside down outside somebody's window trying to catch pictures of them in the morning. You shouldn't be hiding in a motherfucking closet trying to jump out. Like, it don't make sense. And, right, you, like, right. the, not only do they need to serve singular charges as far as, like, okay, you going to go to jail because you're a dickhead. These places that use the pictures that come from these people need to be fined. Right. Like, if you own a magazine and some dickhead goes and, and hides in Chris Brown closet to get a good picture of him or whatever. He jump out. He going to do his little jail time or whatever and you pay him. Your magazine for putting that picture out should be able to be sued 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever it costs to hurt you. Right. Right. Yeah. That family. Yeah. That's, that's the fact that you're able friends, man. the fact that somebody is dying in front of you and mm-hmm. the first thing that you can think of is to Take get pictures. Thing. That's crazy. I understand exactly how her son ended up becoming the type of person he is. <laughs> I understand exactly how, like, that whole idea of fuck them people, I'm going to do what I want to do. I get it. I get it. I support it. I'm with it. Anything outside of that shit ain't none of my business. That's white people shit. I don't care. But, not going to lie, I will always, like, I will bring that up every time I even hear about the Royals. Cause I can't wait to see the motherfuckers yeah. burn for that. Cause that's the na- that's one that's on my list of like nastiest shit ever. <laughs> that's up there for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. It's a very sad situation with that. As far as yeah, as far as the the story itself, you know, and I will say this, it did give me an excuse to say a positive thing about Oprah for once. So I will I will say that was kind of nice being able to say something nice about Oprah for once. Yeah. Cause that was the first time she did something that wasn't some fuckboy shit in a long time. <laughs> For those who don't know, um, the royal family sent cease and desist letters, and they sent out notifications, pretty much trying to uh, silence Oprah. Uh, at, at some point, it even amounted to threats. And Oprah decided to not only still air the interview, but she extended the time. <laughs> oh, okay. And she let the whole clip loose. So, I so for me, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm with that. You're still a fuck nigga, but that in that moment, right? I like the swag that you moved with that one. That that was nice. Well played. But um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for for uh, my hot topics for the week. What you what you was rocking with? Uh, Myers Leonard out of Miami Heat. Uh, ball player for the team. He um, has been suspended indefinitely and removed from all uh, things involving the team. I saw his name keep being. popping up, but I don't understand what happened. Yeah. Uh, well, Man. he said a racial slur that would offend Jews, Jewish oh, people. He on, said on it was over. It was on, on. He was playing Call oh, of Duty. Call of Duty. For that. He was playing Call of Duty on Twitch, which is crazy because don't get your, your got find a nice little piece of change and got like I said removed from the team. The coach was very disappointed. He said it was hurtful and distasteful, all types of shit. And um, 
the reason like it may be like a hot topic for me is because of what else came with that. Uh, what you mean? Of, what came for, with for, it? I don't know what the word is, so I'm not even going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We not for we, we stay in the way. <laughs> we stay, whatever. It's like the whatever N is word. Nick, whatever the N word is to to black them. people. Yeah, to 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 the people who are under like you know Jewish um, descent. Descent. You know, respectfully. Yeah. Um, well, something that came about it that made me really like uh, get my mind thinking really was uh, actually somebody who came to his defense. Julian Edelman, Edelman for the Patriots. He for had, what? Yeah, he had an actually interesting take of what he had to say. Uh, he mentioned that he felt like it wasn't so disrespectful. He said it was out of casual ignorance. Now, was like, Buddy Jewish? He's Jewish, yes. Ju- yeah, Ju- yeah. Julian Edelman? Yeah, okay. Julian cool, Edelman cool, spoke cool. to his defense. Because I was going to say, if you're not yeah, Jewish, yeah, this yeah, really yeah. ain't the time. Pretty, yeah. pretty much he was saying that he felt like, I don't, I don't feel like you meant to be hurtful, but pretty much that... You're being casually ignorant, which, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's harder to com- combat that. Actually, that's, you know what I'm saying, because he's an already influ- influential person yeah. as a basketball player. And somebody who, what he was saying, if I can remember it uh, correctly, is it's, uh, somebody who's tr- intending to be hateful when they say a slur, uh-huh. they're going to defend that hard body. That's pers- true. That's uh, true. Versus somebody who's just being casually ignorant. Or something like that, you know what I mean? No, so, I get it. Because cause one is that was a sentiment. Yeah, I, I get what he means. Especially, it's harder to fight somebody who's being um, casually ignorant versus the 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 blatant racist. Because the blatant racist is like, okay, there's no room for you. You got to go. Right. With the casual ignorance, there's the idea of you know he's not a bad person. He just says something that wasn't smart. And you also part of you don't want to see somebody lose their whole career because they're dumb. Like right, right. I, I get that. So, that, so salute that, to him for stepping yeah. up and trying to trying. I mean, to, I, I, I at this point, like that. I understand. Like when someone is like racist, you really can really just feel that. But when people are just kind of like, I feel like a lot of times we get over offended about certain things. Like right, but let me not really our place to say that. I mean, it's not our place to say that, and I guess you're right. But it's just some people take it. Another... Some people take it like farther than it has to be taken when it's just like you know what you you this is the environment we live in and we do see stereotypes and stuff like that so at the end of the day like you're gonna view something in a different type of way or you you know somebody might think of something that's might seem racial you know what yeah, i mean but check this out and it can come out like but, it may come but out. check this out though what got my mind going about it and why i wanted to bring it to the pot actually was because i'm wondering like for the person who are African American descent like us, who look at us like we wildin' for saying nigga all comfortably, so that's that's really what kind of got my mind. What you mean by that? I was like just, a black person, like yeah, at yeah, us yeah. That's what I said. Somebody that's like African American, who the person who the person who say I don't I don't use that word because we we understand that it come from. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the history behind that that. Jew, that term that would offend somebody Jewish, but based on what Julian Edelman said, again, is what sparked my mind of it saying being casually ignorant. Now, I'm just saying maybe there's there's our ancestors, older people, or people our age or younger who will not use the N-word in their language because they feel like we're being casually ignorant because of the history behind it. Yeah, versus crazy that versus you, us crazy using that you it. said that because I've seen a KRS-One uh, doc, you know like, interview uh, like two days ago and he was talking about the the N word, and he actually said that the N word actually stands for uh, a title for a person as a king. Right, kind of crazy, right? It's, 
I don't know. <sighs> I don't. I don't know that. <laughs> don't, and yeah, I'm no, saying, let me. Let me. Let me. No. No. We're not doing this. All right. So here's my problem with, with niggas like KRS, and I had to. <laughs> I, I had to say that with my chest. Hey, here's man. my problem, bro. The whole tip knowledge, and I get it. I get it because we all, you know, we all want to pull from different parts of society and different parts of history and Hotel. be like, what it really means mm-hmm. is if you look back, it means that the the, the Niagaras <laughs> were the people. <laughs> you know, they just start saying shit. Like I, the Niagaras. I, I get it. Bro. <laughs> I get that we want to feel this like connection to the past. So sometimes we'll do this thing where we'll take. We'll take words and we'll take meanings and we'll just kind of like run it into the ground trying to find ways to describe or to defend or to be against or whatever. Yeah. Nigga is just nigga. <laughs> nigga is nigga. Now, I understand what they're talking about when they talk about the term negus, like the N-E-G-U-S, and they talk about all these other things throughout history that have yeah. been different. Th- I get that. Niggas is niggas, bro. What again? What got my mind going because of what Julian Edelman said to to that? That made that made me think like because we feel like niggas is niggas, but the er so we might have said we know what the AR he might have said from. that word in the 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 way where there's no er on it, and that's why in their in feels, their own little way that right. term that term and that makes sense because it's makes a double edged sword. People, they don't play those types so, of games. Though. Let's I, let's do, first of all first we're of all, different. That's a I'm saying that's a culture. That if it sounds even slightly offensive to some of them, you stay away. We've seen for, what it looks like for people to anger that culture, and we see what it looks like. For I, somebody I to say that, that, though, lets me know that it's there's a connection of where it's not when offensive. Because like I, no, like, no, no, like no, no, I no, said, no, 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 stop. Stop we right say, there. It's we not, say it's the not like word that. In, in you're you're connecting things that don't connect. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean, bro. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. Um, there's a lot of people and we have to think about the background of the basketball player who was saying this just because he says it and just because he's he comfortable a white saying man. it just because he says it and, and he's comfortable saying it doesn't mean that in the circles that he's in it's being said in the same kind of connotation as how we as black people amongst each other say niggas and what I mean by so that was- what I mean by that is we say it amongst each other in a way where we know how we mean it and we are speaking about something that is possibly offensive to us. I'll give you a good example. Chinese people can speak to each other and they can use certain words that we can't use towards Chinese people because they can feel offended by that, right? But them amongst each other could crack a joke on each other and this and that and they can do that. Now, as black people, if we were to be sitting here and let's say we're playing a Chinese guy on a video game, we'd be like, them motherfucker, and we drop a we drop a word or we drop another word or we trying to you know make fun of their voices and do all types of wild shit just because I did that and just because in my mind it's funny and I'm doing it in a half you know in 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 the the comical sense or whatever. Yeah. And just because it's natural coming out of my mouth, like I did it in a way where I'm comfortable, doesn't mean that it's fostered from the same type of environment of what we are talking about. That's why I'm saying those are not connected. Okay, I, but, I'm with and you especially there, and with I'm the not, word that I think that he used, it's a K word. That's all I say. Okay, and I don't that I don't, word. I don't know what that K word is. Hey man, well, let me tell you, that's a word that's heavily used within the white community about uh, Jewish people. Is it like when I tell you they use it a lot because growing up in New York um, and going to like the NX building and going to certain like private schools and things of that nature. That was a word that I used to hear a lot. I didn't even, I heard it so much. I didn't know it was a bad word. 
I didn't know it was a bad word till I got older. And I learned that it was. Because that's how commonly I would hear white people say it about Jewish people just back and forth like mm. it was just nothing. Bro, this that specific shit, K-word. That shit is racist as fuck. Like mm-hmm. that that shit is like super racist, bro. It's kind of like um so it's like us saying calling each other with the ER or saying or saying No, it's or, not because there's not no, each other but I'm maybe say, You know what's funny? There's you know what no term of endearment for it. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying these are words with like okay, you So why would Julian Edelman say I'll give, that? I'll then? give you so I'll give you a good example why of a word we can compare that? it to. You know where we can Casual compare it to? ignorance. You know where we can compare it to? Yeah, yeah. Um spook like there's no casual like you know what I'm saying it's not mm, like there's no cool right. shit with spook mm, like you can like as a black person if I said it to another it. black person it's not like oh he hates black people but it's not it, it'll be like why are you mm, saying that in general there's right. no there's no cultural connotation there's no um there's no like thing where that's been changed into something else or whatever there is nothing of that it's just a a fucking racist term right. gotcha, now gotcha. now let's be honest if you were in, you know, Mississippi or Iowa or Wichita or whatever, and there was white people saying that back and forth, you see them spooks down the road and then like if they you hear them speaking and saying it like casually, they they can say it in conversation, they can say it this way, that way. It's not the same as two black people having a conversation using the N word. It's nowhere near the same. Okay. Now the Jewish dude who came to his defense, he's not wrong either, looking at him being like, Well, the him using that doesn't mean that he hates Jewish people. It just means that he's ignorant. It's ignorant as fuck to use that word, right? Because that word is a fucked up word. There is no even. But like, what it come from? What if it came from a place of him chilling with his Jewish buddies and no, they calling bro. each other that? No, so bro. he's cool with saying no, it. No, just bro. like other racist dude. Because not all terms have that. I'm telling you that term don't got that's that that you, term you know ain't the term, one of them so to I was play asking, with, bro. Because like right. I said, it's all. I, it got good dialogue. So what kills me? You know what? No, no, no. The best. Think the about best, this shit. Though. The best comparison I can make with this. Yeah. The word bitch. Now. Here we go. Let's say we kicking. Let's say we kicking it right. Let's say we. No, no. Disrespectful. Women's history. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, disrespectfully, it is, lady. All right. So or let's, bitches. Let's let's say we kicking it right. And it's us three, and then there are three women here. Yeah. And we're using the term, like, as dudes, like, we're playing video games with each other. Oh, come on, bitch. Oh, you've been bitching and this and that. Like, we could say it like that. Or even, like, if we're speaking to the whole entirety of the group and we're not looking at the women, be like, man, if if y'all bitches don't get up and da 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 da. And, like, let's say I'm saying it to the whole room that's different. Uh huh. And you might even get it off once or twice, and those women will let it go, or it might fly by the ear. Right. But. Does that mean that if I'm on, let's say I'm on kick, and I'm I'm saying, oh, this bitch, da 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 da. If somebody mm-hmm. wanted to find me, and if somebody wanted to be like, yo, that's fucked up, they have the right to do so yeah, yeah. because that is some fucked up shit. You should not be talking <laughs> like that. There's no term of endearment uh, where, okay. as men, we can just look at a girl and be right. like, bitch, like you can't right. do that. And I feel bad for him. You see what I'm saying? It's crazy because I feel bad for him because I mean we gotta we gotta we what we didn't mention was. Bro, he was playing Call of Duty, bro. Oh, and Call of Duty goes like I'm just saying oh, when you online on Call on of Duty, but there's a it's different... so much wild play. Like people say some crazy stuff. Oh man, bro. but you're but you're also stuff, you got to think you have a morality clause because you're an athlete, like, athlete bro. Right? And you gotta you, you gotta, can't you live gotta like be responsible that. like that. Yeah, 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 I just yeah. feel bad because boy, that Call of Duty would do some things to you, bro. Because dudes be on there wilding, bro. I was on there. I was on there last night with my boy, bro. 
we get into it with this dude. This, Yo, what's your address? Blah blah blah. I got more money than you. This that call it all types of words, words, words. Your FaceTime me right now. That like they get are you, crazy. Are Yo, you yes. grown men that get on that? I ain't gonna lie. I say a few things. I, 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 I might say that. I might slip a couple of ignorant things in there. Shit. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I don't mean no harm to nobody. I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm just talking my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to. Shoot nobody or nothing over no video game, but it's it's entertaining because when guys and stuff get on there, they say some crazy stuff. Call bro. of Duty bring out the worst. The people. worst, man. I, I've, I've, I've That's like if you playing Call sure. of Duty and you online, bro, you need to stay up. You need to stay off any platform. When nah, Call just of mute Duty, your bro. shit. I, I keep it on mute. You know what I'm saying? It's I, crazy. I can't yo. get into that. But but uh, what was nah, the, the next thing we was getting? I, I mean, do you feel like it's punishment? Do you feel like it's a fair punishment for 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 something like that though? It's not not my job. Uh, not my not my jurisdiction. You, you I'll be say banned, this: like I you believe think, if he give if he gets if he gave like a, a, a open apology and da 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 da, you none think of my that business because be I am not Jewish. Yeah, just like that, I would look yeah, at a that, white person that, crazy. I would look at a white person crazy at trying to tell black people when to stop being effect, uh, uh, offended about something. I, I'm I'm a rock the same way. Uh, yeah, well, what uh, about when Justin Bieber was like going crazy with the N word? What you talking about? One less lonely nigga. <laughs> hey, I, I still no no. Yeah. I ain't laughing. Here at we shit. go. Here we nope. go. It ain't funny. Here we go. Hey man, when it comes to Bieber Valley, I ain't gonna lie. Even that song was a hit. But let me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stupid. Yo. Yo, um, but, but I think that's crazy. about that's about it for the hot topics, right? Yeah, we bro, there wasn't shit I mean, that happened this week too I mean, that we care that, about. I mean, unless y'all care about the thing with versus, because I know everybody tuning in the versus. Um, um, we can talk about that real quick. Swiss Beats and Timberland, you know, our large shareholders now with Triller, uh, the Triller Network, uh, because of this. I mean, long story short, they pretty much. Uh, versus is going to be on Triller Network now, and they say it's going to be you know huge for the music business moving forward. I trust them. They're, I'm a fan of both. They're OGs, and they have been always a part of the culture movement since back then. So I'm excited as a fan of, of you know, both and the culture to see, like, you know, the play, how the play play out. It That's all like I really got to say. I don't got nothing like negative gonna to cool. say. It's going to be a new saying? thing, bro. I will say this. Um, they did a good job making sure that all of the people who are um, partial are all the people who participated in verses uh, from the beginning to now are all partial owners? So that was really dope for them to do because yeah, they didn't have too. to do that. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, when you sign a release and you sign, you know, uh, that you're participating or whatever, they didn't have to go back and 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 uh, fill their pockets again. But they made sure to do that just to try to push the culture of you know us looking out and moving different. Like, mm-hmm. imagine making you know forty new CEOs, forty something new CEOs when you walk in. That's that's a beautiful sight. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? 40, 40 something new owners of a tech company. That's that's a beautiful sight. That's especially a lot of for black the, dollars, man. That's a lot of black dollars too. Yeah, really, that, I, I, I like what they did, and I like the meaning behind it. So that's definitely a, a good one to go ahead and close that out on, man. Um, like I always say, if you guys have any current events that you want us to touch on, you already know, uh, reach out via DMs. You can reach out Salute. to us on Instagram and or Twitter. That's Reggie Days. That's R-E-G-G-I-E-D-A-E-S. Doesn't really matter what it is. You know, if it's good, I'll go ahead and cover it. All right, all right. Now, diving into the actual episode itself. You know, today I had um, I had a bit of a different plan. Uh, going along with the theme of Women's Month. Especially Black Women's Month, I decided to play a little game, and it's called Questions That Need Answers. So, 
Mm. Women are going to hit us up with questions that they've always wanted to ask men, questions that they want men's honest opinions <clears> as far as, like, how do we think? Uh, how do we feel about these things? And the first yeah. question and the... Um, they want the this truth. This is a really good truth, one. Truth. This is a really good one. Um, I'm, <laughs> so the first question, and uh, this one's a good one. We're going to start off with, why are men so inconsistent? Mm. Well... To give it a little bit of context, this came out. Uh, this came from the the, the clubhouse fan. Um, the question was being asked by a good amount of women: Why are men so inconsistent when it comes to pursuing women? The whole idea of you know, you came to me, motherfucker, and then now it's like you wishy washy. Like you showed up, you asked me for my number, you reached out and started DMing me, and now I'm trying to figure out where you went. Yeah, you first on that one. That, yeah, that. Um I mean, w- women take it as inconsistent, but women don't understand that, like, we have our own things going on, too. Like, we can't always be uh, 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 laying out a goddamn red carpet every time you come around. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, that doesn't mean I love you any less or I'm not into you any less. But, like, damn, bitch, I just worked a tw- 24-hour shift, goddammit. I, uh, <laughs> I come home, my nigga, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Women be expecting, like... Women be expecting guys to just be like so, like give them so much attention to certain things, and you know, text all the time, and it's like, bro, I got my own things I, in life too. I you think know he's speaking mean? to that. You know, chicks do kind of seem to expect, most at least, expect to be hit up first, and when they're not hit up first consistently, that's when it's considered inconsistency, possibly. I don't know. That's just, it's just things change, you know bro. You saying, can take a which, chick out to the fanciest restaurants and stuff when you first meet her, but after a while, once y'all kind of like come to a platform, it's not that you stop doing it. It just don't happen as often because you like I got to deal with you every day. Like right, right. we going to McDonald's today, you know, bread kind of tight. You know what I mean? Right. Like being honest and keeping, I guess, keeping ourselves on pace because we got to remember the inconsistency could mean a lot of things. But what we're specifically talking about is communication. We're not talking about money, so we're not talking about like dates and stuff like that. It's more so the idea of communication and attention. Attention was the best word that you used. Yeah. Cuz what they're talking about the concept from what I was able to hear the lady say earlier, um the concept is the idea of if you say you feel a certain type of way, because that's usually how niggas move. For the most part, they'll tell a girl she's so beautiful, she's so this, she's so that, and then not text her for four days, and then be like, "What's up?" Like yeah. it's it's a wild. I can understand from from like after reading threads, because especially when you have girls that are really close to you, they'll send you a thread and you'll read the conversation from the woman's perspective. I ain't gonna lie, some of that shit do be looking psychotic where a nigga yeah. be like, he'll be talking about the girl like she's the greatest thing that ever happened to him. She means so much to him. She's this, that, and the third. And the woman's like, oh, okay, this and that. And then the nigga just gone. Yeah. That's what and I then say. he come back, full force, mind you. Like four days ain't, ain't pass. I could see where that would look nuts, bro. Yeah, I I get that sentiment for sure of uh, that the whole gassing factor of you you putting all this out there to the person and then all of a sudden you you don't communicate like at all like you disappear you MIA and then you come back and expect everything to be how you left off like you set some kind of standard where she don't even know she don't even know what's up y'all just getting to know each other it's not like y'all dated and you giving it up like that it's not like you got now, no have history. you ever done that. Uh, that no Specifically that no It I ain't gotta be four days like, But I'm saying have you been the dude who Let's say 24 hours ago You don't text her you don't call a, her Yeah 
Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's but not like the rule for I a while that you can't like. I mean, what's what's your personal rule? Because at the I end mean, of the day, the I'll world is the this. world. I'll say this because you asked me specifically. Uh, I, I like to give what I get. You feel me? And that's just that's just kind of how I am. What does and, that mean? Like, give what I get. I'm. A, I'll hit you up if if I pursued you in any kind of way. I'm gonna show my consistency level. Now, I don't have to necessarily hit you every day to show you that consistency, but it's gonna be. What you give, if you showing me that's what you like, it's, then I will be responsive in that instance. But I am the type of person who rock how I rock. I don't need to talk to you every day, but that don't mean I'm inc- that don't mean I'm inconsistent. I think inconsistent is ghosting somebody and not talking to them for like you know what I'm saying a week at a time, but then popping up, hey beautiful, how you doing? But I ain't talked to you like all week. That that is kind of crazy. That, like that I could get that I could get with, but the whole everyday thing or every you know couple days, I understand we're adults, we're humans, we got things moving and grooving. Times ain't like how they used to be, where you used to talk to somebody every day. That that stuff that was back in like a previous generation of talking on the phone every day to somebody or even texting every day. To me, that don't exist no more. So I don't have that expectation for somebody. What I take from him is communication, and what I take take from you is you get what you you give or whatever. What if it's just his feeling like, well, man, you know, I'm go- I'm coming at her in such a way, a strong way, but I don't feel like I'm getting that same thing back. So maybe from a guy's perspective, we're looking at it with like, wait, you know, is she gonna come at me that strong, or what? What am I receiving too? You know what I'm saying? Because. She's looking for me to take her out on to get a meal and da da da, but she's not gonna hit me up and say, "Hey, would you like to go out on Saturday?" You know, so it's like if I don't hit her, then there's there's nothing at all. You know what I mean? To bring it back, and I was telling you about back. that. Remember, I was telling you about that how me and Shorty yeah. could never work because she, I would always hit her up and we would do something, but she would never hit me up. And then in five five months, I'm having the same conversation with her like, "Oh, well, why we ain't talking five minutes?" Because you ain't hit show me. You like, some interest. I do all this to show you some interest, but. I get the bare minimum. Just speaking to that's what Chef is talking about. I do all this to show you that I'm obviously interested, but then on your end of it, I get the bare minimum. I might get I might get a high, and then beyond that high, I have to be talking. I have to be the one keeping everything going. Other than that, we don't have nothing to talk about. Now let's let, let's dig into that because that's a a good thing that I feel like a lot of women don't understand because they're not in that position, right? Yeah. Women aren't in the position. Nine times out of ten of the person who's being the pursuer, so they don't understand the the pressure that's in that position, especially if you're somebody who's not a sociopath. And what I mean by that, a lot of a lot of women don't realize that if you're somebody who actually cares about the opinion of the woman, it's like double dutch. It's it's actually a stressful right. position to be in because not only are you supposed to you know quote quote unquote apply pressure, you're supposed to like do the 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 gestures, reach out to her. Um, speak to her, tell her how she looks, tell her what you think, and this and that. Like, do the reaching the, out the and, and saying everything. Gathering, like a natural, yeah. like the natural but man. But here's yeah. the thing: you also have to read her language, and imagine having to read body language without seeing a body. So, like, imagine you're doing ways. this over the phone, you're doing this via text message or whatever. You don't want to do the most because you don't want to scare her away. Sorry, right. also we just about that. exactly, <laughs> but you, but you also have this weird thing where some women don't understand how they are reading to a man because as a man sometimes there'll be a woman that you're into and you're like hey how are you doing this and that and you're trying to start the conversation and she's a little dry or she's responding dry this and that and then what'll happen is you'll take it as okay she's not that interested i'll leave her alone and then we've all had that moment where it could be weeks later it could be months later it could be years later she comes to you and she's like 
why don't you feel X, Y, and Z about me? Why don't you this and that? In her opinion, she's head over heels for you, but she don't understand that she's not meeting you halfway. So that's a, mm, that's, that's one no, thing. That's true. Wow. That's, that's, that's one thing. Full circle, kind of what we what we get exactly. at when we talk. Because in order to yeah. be consistent, in order to be consistent, yeah. sometimes it does take cooperation. Because right. you can't being consistent by yourself mm. could be being a stalker, bro. But, Hell yeah, stalkers are consistent niggas. Good morning, what you doing? Where you at? I spent a lot of money it's with a bad, you. It's I, a bad I spent a lot of money with you. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Melvins in the world. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to be that guy yeah. who's going head ass, head over heels over a woman who is giving you the clear signs of she's not really that into it. And then there's also the idea of we don't feel the same about every woman. Case in point, I can speak for myself where. I could find you attractive. I could think you're cool. I could hope for a spark. But there's a difference between my conversation with a woman where I'm hoping to see something. I'm hoping something pops up that inspires me and a woman who already inspires me, as in the inspiration happened before I even made the attempt. Now, that's, I might that's not real. feel the same okay. about I, like you might just not yeah, be that fly. Shit, right? There's a difference between a girl and the girl. I've said this before. A lot of women, it's, it's a ton of women that are a girl hmm. It's a story about a girl There's always a story about a girl Story about a girl But motherfuckers know When they talk about the girl right. Cause the girl is the one who Niggas make themselves Look head ass over mm-hmm. The girl is the one That makes you Text back a little too quick You text back so quick That you low key be like Damn I'm OD And it's a It's a <laughs> had, like, thing Between men right, We all know who the, Like as men When we have in our locker room Shit the, When we talking about girls For single men We talking about of course talking about a girl and the girl and there's a there's a huge difference between that concept now there's also things to to think about where men don't pursue women on the same wavelength all the time sometimes your pursuit of a woman is curiosity sometimes your pursuit of a woman is purely physical sometimes your pursuit of a woman is boredom sometimes your pursuit of a woman it it can it can represent so many different things but to her she doesn't know that so what will happen is on her end she has can you imagine she has like 20 25 guys that are pursuing her on a like a serious heavy head ass right. level on a regular basis that's what it be but, but she li- but she likes you she <laughs> likes you and you're you're not pursuing her on that level you're just that, like yeah. you know I'm curious I want I like I wonder what Stores, she's like yeah. or it could be I wonder what the box is like mm-hmm. yeah. or it could be I wonder it could be I wonder anything I wonder if she a cool chick or, you know I, I wonder saying? my yeah. point number 2 too was like also I look at it this way it's like if we just now meeting, right? And we, we basically, I'm looking for a friendship. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. definitely pursuing a friendship first before anything. What makes it a little bit different is that I know when it comes to a female, I can't hit her up like I would hit my homie up. When I hit a, when I hit my homie up, it don't matter what the type of time is. It don't matter what the type of day is. If I hit you up and be like, "Yo, dog, you trying to chill?" We gonna find some time to chill. Whether it's right. later on tonight, whether it's in the morning time, we gonna fit each other into the schedule. Regardless what happens, when it comes to having a friendship at the beginning with a woman, the communication just be so like off. You know, you might hit her up and be like, "Yo, you know, you trying to go out today?" Oh no, I don't think I can do it today. Da 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 da. da. And that's kind of the end that you hear from it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus trying to communicate and say, "Well, listen, and you, know, you got to be the nigga to plan the next o'clock? day. Are you gonna My be fault. available at eleven o'clock? You gonna be available in the morning? Like, so when when are we gonna hang out? And when they gotta sit there and ask that question and basically not really get a, a direct answer. Then a nigga tends to just be like, all right, I go find something else to do. Right. But then it's crazy because when you really do get into the relationship with a woman, then she expects things to be to schedule. 
You know what I mean? It's just it's ass backwards. There's also a dissonance that happens when we when you look, when you're dating somebody or dealing with somebody who lives in a different world than you do. And here's what I mean: Have y'all ever talked to, pursued, dealt with a woman who didn't do shit? When I say shit, I mean like the bitch ain't got shit to do. It don't matter if it's Tuesday <laughs> at two p.m. <laughs> like it could be Tuesday at two p.m. at room two twenty two. Word to Rick Ross, and that bitch is free. Yeah, yeah, we know them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you think you do? Her. Yeah. Here's the you thing. Know what? You're right. You're right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Those two lifestyles, like the lifestyle of somebody who's busy versus the lifestyle of someone who's not, will leave you in a dissonance because people don't realize that we work. Like, you know how people say time flies when you're having fun, right? Right. The way that two hours feels for you is not the way that two hours feels for somebody who don't have a job. Right. Okay, when was the last time y'all were unemployed, in, like, in general? When was the last time you was unemployed? For me, it was a few years back. Yeah. It was like, um, it was about three, four years back. Yeah, i say about four for over four years yeah, about something like years that back too. Something okay like four years. so you remember what it was like imagine like you're texting somebody you're having a conversation with somebody or whatever and y'all having a steady conversation y'all going back and forth back and forth and then that motherfucker stop right <laughs> and you ain't got to go to work you ain't got to do nothing so you just, so you just watching tv like damn and then you get like you might go get something to eat and you look at you like damn this bitch taking a minute yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nah, like and then it's funny work. you know that's what's funny though work. you look at the time I ain't like that but man. then you look at the time you look at the time and only two hours pass and you're like yeah. bro I need a job nah, I'm like that bro like, <laughs> I, I would be like, that I need a motherfucking job God but damn. you know what I'm saying right. like it's not like you you trying to hound her or you trying to tell her hurry up or whatever it's more yeah. so the way that her timeline's working though that two hours felt like five minutes right because she's working she's moving she's doing this mm-hmm. she's doing that especially when you put in the fact that like imagine you you're you're a single father chef, right? So you got a kid and more than one job right. and businesses. So the way that you work as a person, your lifestyle. If you were to try to talk to a woman who didn't have all of that going on, she would be that's torture yeah, for her. Torture, yeah. And it's not even like take all the blame off. Just be honest. Right, right. Just be legit. You not looking at your phone for like three four hours. She going crazy. Is different. <laughs> Than her doing that Because right. you doing that For you it might have felt like 30-45 minutes right. Time could have flew in that time You'd be like Fuck You could forget right. something you had to do You could forget You were supposed to check your phone And, and text somebody something Send a message did, It could yeah. be anything nah, But when you ain't got nothing going on Shit, Lifetime That four hours mm-hmm. is 16 out Like Bruh <laughs> She Bruh yeah, She just really. walked She walked to New York And back from Florida bro. Think about like, all the shit she been thinking about In between that time <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like that's, over, that's over. So there's that as well. That's one yeah, thing that people yeah, don't realize. Yeah. Like you have to be in sync, right. not just mentally, not just verbally, but even lifestyle wise. If right. you're not in sync, then you gotta be at least you gotta be willing to be cognizant of the time difference. It's kind of like time right. zones. Right. Like I treat that as a dating version of a time zone. So if let's say hypothetically I date a woman who's more busy than I am, mm-hmm. that means I need to be aware. I need right. to I need to remember the time zone. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. call you the same way I call the next bitch. Right. Yeah. I can't text you the same way I text the next bitch. I gotta be like, okay. Right. So because of her job, because of X, Y, and Z, so that's what, two hours forward? Like you you gotta treat it like a time right. zone. And a lot more. And I, I just, have, it's funny because I just dealt with that with a chick. Like she worked nice and everything like that. And we just cool and friends and stuff like that. And the same thing happened. It, it, you know, it's it's just different. It's just, it's just different. But 
I mean, I just feel like this, and why I say is I got a lot going on, but I think the difference is is just like I find time. You know what I mean? If you, if you really trying to like you really trying to build something or find a friendship or something like that, you find time, bro. And it, it now okay, and I'm gonna close it out with this. You just said the realest shit of the, of the day. If you really trying to do it, you gonna find time. Now it might not be enough time. It right. might not reach her standard of time. It might not be everything to quench what she needs. But you do find it. Yes. Now here's the crazy part, and this might be the most hurtful part. Right. The motherfucker might not be that into you. <laughs> just because he's reaching out, just because he's texting, just because you talking, just because you calling, whatever. Not everything is the same thing. Like what we said earlier about yeah. how we approach women for different reasons. We're into women for different reasons. We have different feelings about different women in different situations. He might not feel that heavy towards you. And that's fine, too. Now, speaking to those guys who go in ham and doing all that and then ghosts, that's immature shit and Honestly, he just want buns. He just want to see what the buns. Yeah, like. those and are liars. Okay, want, con- we forgot to talk about that though. That's actually you brought up some real legit. That we f- no, we for- yeah, we forgot to talk about <laughs> All they no want is buns you, and control. You know bro. the dudes. I was gonna say you know the dudes that like they do the most. Like the they'll buns. get her the crazy flowers. They'll be yeah. writing her poetry, doing all that shit just buns. to get the buns and, and, dis- and that, disappear. They are right. putting that pee on a pedestal. Yeah, so. That is real as well. Though there are those weirdos. But see, so that's that what I'm saying. But I say, like, I feel like a, a, a female should kind of be at this point. Like, if you like almost thirty and you didn't date a whole bunch, of, you should kind of know how to move and how to like filter that. I I, I just feel like that. Sometimes they don't, though, and it might be a little bit difficult. But maybe, there's a lot of different. How about kinds you just not men? fuck the nigga? Like, but there's a lot <laughs> of different kinds of men. There's <laughs> a a lot of different kinds of men, and b some women are not that experienced. Because there's a lot of women. What if what if she was married in her twenties? Now she back out in the streets. She don't know this dating world. Or what if? Or what if it's the opposite? What if she was uh, she was dating a specific type of person, right. and then now she's venturing and doing normal dating? Tell, yeah, like yeah. it could be, or she moved to a different area. Shit does change by geographics. I, I just feel like I, I you really never know, bro. You just never. Let know. me ask y'all: Do y'all experience or see or have seen that like often or frequent? Where even if. You and the woman are equally interested in each other. You're most certainly showing way more interest than the the female does. I feel like now that's I'm always. just saying does that Not is that really, common? That. Is that rare? I'm just asking for a general. I feel question. like it, it for me it varies. It varies yeah, from time to time. I'll say it, it varies. That can be a reason for the inconsistency. Just speaking to again answering that question. Yeah, that's because, that uneasy feeling because the man may be in a position to always be showing a tad bit or a lot more interest, and that sometimes that'll make somebody inconsistent when it's like, oh well, all these other people, women, whoever, are showing me more interest like on a consistent basis versus you who I, I meet you and we see that we like each other, but yet. We don't have nothing to talk about if I don't talk to you at all. Especially when you're dating multiple people. That's one thing we didn't uh, talk about. Sometimes you might not be the perennial all-star of the situation. Boy you might you, you might not be. Well, not even that. I'm talking about like when <laughs> yeah, you're dating. just conceptually dating, you like somebody more than you like somebody else. Yeah. The same way that women prioritize the man that they like more than the other man that, that they like less. Men are the same way. It's just a lot of times because of egos and because of an inability sometimes to to believe that you're just not the peak of what he likes. It's hard for them to believe that she's just not in that number one spot or she's not in that that, you know, 
she's not that right. for him, right. and that's fine. And it's it's okay to be a girl because you're not always going to be the girl. I think what some women need to figure out is the way to read the difference between the two, and also a lot of women. I'll say this from my personal experience, just with friends of mine. We have a lot of toxic things that we internalize and we have a lot of um, I think I'm just going to close it out this way. We have a lot of toxic things that we internalize as people. And that's on both of our ends, men and women. The most common toxic thing that I've noticed that a lot of women internalize. And this is from a lot of, you know, just close friends that I've had. There are good people out there. There's good mates. There's good matches. But a lot of the things that we look for in people and a lot of the traits that we look for don't tend to be things that lead us to good people and what ends up happening is we chase after these things in our mind we have these like ideals of what somebody should be like we have imaginary playmates you create those and we have these ideals of what uh uh, the the ideal mate should be like and we'll even ignore somebody who's even giving us like the 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 right intentions the right intentions the right moves the right this the right that because it's not as sexy it's not as Hot is not as whatever it is that we made it up to be in our minds as when they're fucking toxic. We've been that person before, especially if you have if you've had more than one episodes, more than one episode with the same person before. As a man, we can read the difference between when we're kinder to a person that we're uh, dealing with versus when we step back and get cold and the type of reception that we get too. And a lot of times that will make a man become inconsistent with you because sometimes he'll get better results from you. He'll get more from you with less. But I go by the name of uh, Reggie Days and this has been yet another episode of the Reggie Days radio show. Today I've been joined by my right hand man. Shame the dream. And yet again we got our boy. Chill chef. This has been a good episode. You know, thank you guys for uh, those who sent in topics, for those who reached out, for those who just said, you know, they enjoyed the past few episodes. We love all of it. Thank you for the love. 100. And we uh, we will always return it. Anybody who is reaching out to uh, go ahead and put in some sponsorships for the next few episodes, people who want to advertise for things. We've been in talks for a few people. Here's one thing. I'm not selling ad time. And what I mean by that is I am selling ad time, but I'm not selling ad time. I'm approving ad time. If I don't like the product, if I don't like the song, if I don't like whatever the situation is, I can't do it, man. I just can't. And I apologize for that. I know some people didn't quite, you know, like that, that um, it's not just a money thing. You know, if if the, the drink, the product, whatever it is. Especially that goddamn drink. Oh, I'm not even gonna, man. <laughs> hey, when I set up the Patreon, when I set up our Patreon page, there's gonna be a conversation Ooh. about the first motherfuckers that tried to. Man, anyway, if it's not, if it don't taste good, if it, if it's not something that look good, if the it's not something that we, lie. I cannot do it, bro. Can't I can't. It. I tried. I literally tried to be. You know, I fuck wish it. it's for I the was, money. I wish I was with it. I wish I was with us to experience that, but like you said, it's gonna be exclusive. Talk about that at the right time. Yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Funny. Yeah, I'm that's not funny, do that. man. But um, yeah, man. Just uh, just know that for those of you who do have a good product, who do have a good page, who do uh, you got good business, something like that, and you you want to get it out there. Of course, we can uh, talk to you about going ahead and getting the advertising spot. It would probably drop either right here or some point during the song that ends the episode out, for or sure. it could be in the in the middle. Who knows? You know, we'll we'll talk about all of that uh, at a later day. 
But just all together, you know, thank you guys for helping us grow, helping the station grow, helping everything that we're doing here to grow. Because it, trust me, it go it does it does not go unnoticed. I go by the name of Reggie Days. Later days. You niggas don't cap, no gown. You like to call me when she's not around. So attached, profound. But when she acts, I'm nowhere to be found. And you got a lot to say about me, but you don't want to let it down. And you got a way you feel about me, but you don't Top